Oh, man, you got to love Fridays. Time now for your Friday edition of your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. Realty expert John Brodine standing by. We'll talk with him right after this. Real estate can feel a lot like this. But you should expect more when you're buying or selling a home. You should feel taken care of by someone who can turn jitters into ah. Someone with the tools and knowledge to help you find the one or sell yours. We'll take it. Someone who can make real estate feel less like that and more like this. That's Home Services. Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. And here we are on a Friday, and here he is, realty expert John Brodine in the house. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. How you doing? Good. Good, good, good. good. Big plans for the weekend? I'm not sure yet. I don't know exactly what we got going on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Things change when you have children, don't they? Yeah, they become the plans for the weekend sometimes. Yeah, (laughs) They do. You still do your Saturday thing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Saturday, I'm always there from like one until... Almost four, usually. Mm-hmm. Sure, so. sure. Um, okay, I wanted to ask you about this. This is something that we have talked about numerous times on these Berkshire Hathaway podcasts, but um, maybe not this exactly, but people, and and I've dealt with this, especially since learning and, and meeting you guys and, and learning a few things, uh, people that try to sell on their own, you know, for sale by owner. Yeah. Um, once in a while, it works. Um, it seems to me, uh, with the people I know more than not, it doesn't, yeah. <laughs> it kind of yeah. fails, but there's, there's gotta be common mistakes that are made for people that are trying to sell on their own. Yeah. And even if it's, even if it does work and they get the place sold, how mm-hmm. much, how much money did they leave on the table? Sure. Sure. Less, you know, exposure. How much whatnot. money they leave on the table, how much work, how much yeah. this, how much of that, that they didn't realize they had to do. Yes. Yeah. So like there's. In general, I can break it down to four different types of mistakes that cost the for sale by owners the most money. And I'll go into each one of them because this is going to sound kind of broad, but it, it comes down to staging, pricing, marketing, and negotiating. So first, when we're talking about staging, um, and these are four things that you need to, This these are four things that almost any really good agent is going to get ex- just perfectly right. Mm-hmm. And that's going to lead to a really great outcome selling for top dollar with minimal hassle okay. and netting them the most amount of money. That's what it's all about. Um, with staging, we're, it's you a lot of times don't see them do the proper like decorating, rearranging of furniture. These are things that real estate agents are going to help with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what furniture to leave versus what furniture to uh, move out. Um, decluttering, that seems basic, but when you don't have any guidance on this, you might not know what specific things need to be decluttered and what what is decluttered enough and what's not. Um, cleaning, you'd be surprised how many for sale by owners I walk into where it's just not clean enough. Where yeah, an yeah. Agent, if an, a good agent lists a place, they make sure it's spotless clean all the time. Um, and then uh, stuff that you shouldn't have visible in showings or photos, things like you know, just as an example, pet stuff. And there's a few other examples of things that you should never leave out, never have visible in photos. And these are things that for sale by owners never get right. Yeah. Um, you know, other little things, this kind of falls into staging too, is just taking care of some minor little repairs or making some really easy, small cosmetic updates that are going to result in a higher sale price, um, less issues. Mm-hmm. So then number two is pricing. Um, so when you're pricing a property, the most important pricing tool that agents use and that a for sale by owner would be using is going to be comparable sales, closed comparable sales. What I see often is for sale by owners 
they first off, they don't know what's a comp and what's not a comp. There's certain things that will make a recent sale a comp, um, but it has to be similar enough to your home where even if it's sold on your street, I've heard of for sale by owners thinking that a sale down the street is a comp, but theirs is a ranch and the their comp is a two-story. Yeah, yeah. And, and the comp is 500 square feet larger and it has a master bathroom and theirs doesn't. And, you know, so they, they like to be... They like to be aspirational with the homes that they think are comps, maybe the ones that tell them their house is worth more, but an appraiser would never actually use that as a comp. Right. Don't they know what comp is short for? Yeah, yeah. Comparable property. <laughs> right. Exactly. I know because when, when I bought my house, it was a hard time because uh, they had to comp other log houses. Yeah. And, and there's not a lot of those around here. But um, yeah, you can't compare a ranch to a two or a three-story big no, house. You no, know? Yeah. no way. And the other thing is too, like, so the for sale by owners, your average person out there isn't going to have access to the MLS. Okay. Um, that's the easiest way to search comps. Sure. Uh, people could use the city website, but you're not going to get the same type of details and photos that you're going to get on the MLS. You could maybe try to string things together the best you could using like Zillow, and the, but your information is might not be as accurate. Yep. And you're, more importantly, you're not going to know the parameters that you have to search by. Um, and I see a lot of them give a lot of, weight to active listings active listings don't mean anything um when it comes to appraisal okay an appraiser doesn't give any value to oh the home next to you just listed at three hundred thirty thousand because who knows they might fail to sell or they might end up selling for two hundred eighty thousand mm-hmm. in a year okay you know yeah so a list price isn't going to mean much it, it it factors into our marketing strategy and some of our pricing but we're not going to give nearly as much um weight to an active listing as we do to a a closed listing. Okay. When I do a CMA, it's all closed listings. And then I'll look at the active listings to see where we fit in with those active listings and how we compete. But um, active listings certainly cannot be the only thing you're relying on. So a lack of all of this knowledge makes it really easy for them to get it wrong on their price. And mm-hmm. oftentimes, they're, everybody thinks that their own home is worth more. Well, of course. Just because it's theirs. Yeah. And they want to yep. find reasons that it's worth more and they're mm-hmm. hopeful. So overpricing is one of the biggest mistakes you can make. It's probably more harmful than underpricing. And you see a lot more overpriced for sale by owners than than underpriced okay. for sale by owners. That's for sure. Um, and that causes even less activity. Now let's talk about the marketing because this also really ties in with activity. I think this would be a big one, yeah. Yeah, you never will – like it's very rare that you'll see a for sale by owner with professional photos. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't do the staging right. So let's say they even did get professional photos. The staging, it's not going to look great. Even though they have good photos, their their photos aren't going to look great because they have the wrong stuff showing in the right, photos. Right. It's too messy. It's too cluttered. Things aren't decorated properly. Things aren't arranged properly or not optimally. Um, buyer's agents aren't out there trying to sell their home. When, when I list a property on the MLS, there's 250 agents in our market and probably 50 of them are great full-time agents that are working with multiple clients at Mm -hmm. once. All those people are trying to sell my listing if they have buyers in the price range. A for sale by owner doesn't benefit from this. If anything, agents might try to avoid for sale by owners because there's sort of a stigma with for sale by owners. Every agent has dealt with a for sale by owner that's extremely difficult to deal with. Yeah, It's extremely difficult to get your clients in there on a showing. Um, another thing almost all for sale by owners do is they want to be there for the showing with the agent and the buyer. And oftentimes they kind of hover yeah. over and make yeah. it awkward and you're afraid to you know, speak freely. The buyers are afraid to speak freely about what they're seeing because they don't want to offend the owner who's mm-hmm. right there hovering over them. Um, you know, the owner, you just see like they might – 
draw attention to things that are issues and try to tell the buyer they're not issues, but anybody in their right mind is like, yeah, that's not yeah, true. Yeah. Um, so that makes the showings quite awkward for both the agent and the buyer. Oh, I bet. So it's just, yeah. it's, you know, and let them do some, your job. There's some exceptions where people don't make these mistakes, but the, it, the more importantly, it's the stigma around for sale by owners that they're just notoriously in many cases, difficult to deal with. I suppose a lot of them, they're know-it-alls. Yeah. They yeah. think they're know-it-alls. They think they're know-it-alls. Sure, sure. And that that comes through a lot. Um, they also, you know, something for sale by owners maybe don't know is they're going to attract a lot of unqualified buyers, maybe people who want contract for deed financing. Mm-hmm. They can't get a mortgage, but they think the for sale by owner will work with them on something. Or they attract low ballers because they think since the for sale by owner isn't paying a commission, the buyers think that they should be yeah, yeah. giving that discount to them. And the seller thinks they're going to get that discount. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, it just, it, it's difficult. Um, and let's see. So, yeah, we kind of talked about how it makes buyers uncomfortable when the sh- seller is present there for the showings. And then another big one, fourth, is negotiations. So... Here's the big thing that you should know about this. Agents know the norms. So in negotiations, depending on what the market's like, the norms six months ago might be different from the norm today with how much a seller is going to come down on price. The norms for a home that's been on the market for two days and has three offers are much different from uh, the norm for a home that's been on for six months and hasn't had any offers and has price dropped three times. Mm -hmm. So the sellers don't know these. So what often happens is, the seller either maybe concedes way too much or they are unwilling to concede a reasonable amount and they lose the deal over something like this. Yeah. Um, the other thing is they they usually, they don't know like the standard contingencies, for example. Um, so they might refuse to use a, to allow a contingency that's completely standard and that almost all homes that sell had that contingency as a part of the offer, mm. right? So they might buck things that are totally normal and cause themselves to blow up the deal. Or they might accept things that are very advantageous to the buyer, not advantageous to them, and they don't know it's not normal to accept that. So they have no guidance on their end. They don't know the contracts inside and out. They don't know the contingencies. They don't know the addendums. They don't know the disclosures. And the other thing is, too, fair housing laws apply to for sale by owners just like they apply to real estate agents. Yeah, right, right. Agents are very familiar with... the fair housing laws because if you violate fair housing laws and you accidentally discriminate against somebody you are in big trouble like mm-hmm. it's like a federal uh oh wow law, so you're gonna have massive legal fees and for sale by owners aren't familiar with these things they don't know little things like for example if you were to in your property description put that it's close to this church that could be seen as um a violation of fair housing because you're basically trying to oh uh, yeah maybe you're only trying to market to people who are in that particular religion and not another religion you know so there's a lot of little little things that you can get tripped up on that could be very costly um that agents all know for sale by owners don't know these things you know uh, the uh, some of the people i know that uh, did the for sale by owners i think i've i've known one that it actually came out good for him mm-hmm. um but the majority of them when it's all said and done they wished they would not have done that yeah um all to save some money yeah um but with the hassle and the things you don't know about and and the longer the time it took it added significant time yeah. before they were ever to even sell mm-hmm. um it's i would I would think that probably, I don't know the percentage, but most people 
probably wish they wouldn't have done that. Yeah, yeah. And if you put something on the market for sale by owner, you did all these mistakes, and then you decide you want to list with a realtor, and you know maybe you get it right the second time around, but you never get another chance at that first splash yeah. on the market. A home that was for sale by owner that comes listed on the market, you know, um, it doesn't generate the same buzz yeah. as just a brand new listing period. It's better than when it came on for sale by owner, yeah. but it's not as good as if it would have had never come on for sale by owner. They just listed immediately with an agent. And, and you know, um, one thing you said earlier, too, is they might have left money on the table. They would have oh, just yeah. been better off so. hiring themselves a realty expert. And that mainly comes down to the lack of knowledge with all of these things, you mm-hmm. know, uh, staging, pricing marketing and negotiating all of that adds up to what your bottom line is going to be and that's where they lose money well bottom line like he said is get a realty expert folks uh yeah, don't yeah. try to sell by yourself the uh fisbo fsbo for sale by owner um you know what you might think it looks great uh but i think you're better off going with somebody like this guy how does somebody get a hold of realty expert john brodine yeah my cell number is 701-213-5428 you can call or text me on that number check me out on tiktok instagram youtube uh, facebook linkedin i'm everywhere posting videos you'll be able to find me easily so hey you have yourself a wonderful weekend yeah yeah you we'll too. catch you in a few weeks sounds good all right there you go that's uh, berkshire hathaway bi-weekly podcast love the guy realty expert john brodine we'll see him back in a couple of weeks um otherwise we'll be back wednesday with another one of these podcasts till then everybody have yourself a wonderful weekend <laughs>